What's up? You are now listening to Americanized, a storytelling podcast where you'll hear from eclectic first and second generation Americans share their stories and real life experiences as children of immigrants. Hey, it's Rosalind. Thank you for tuning in. Happy end of the month. I hope it was a good one. June is busy. Summer comes around. We celebrate Immigrant Heritage Month which is a time to acknowledge and celebrate the contributions of immigrants in America. Immigrants are all around us, and as I like to say, America was built by immigrants, and by that I mean slaves who had no choice. So, this country was built on foreigners and foreign people who weren't born and raised in America. In my world, immigrants are appreciated every day, considering they include my parents. Immigrants do so much for this country, and a lot of it goes unnoticed or unacknowledged, and just take a moment to think about the immigrants in your life and thank them. Thank them every day, but especially before the month is over. You have a few days, so be sure to do that. June also celebrates Juneteenth, which is a holiday that not many Africans are familiar with. A lot of Africans from Africa, you know, they don't really know Juneteenth or the significance of it. And until it was really a big thing, I wasn't too familiar about it either. And I would say that's because black history, American history, but not exactly my history and my family's history. In the skin, if you're a first or second generation American, African, you know, you're down to celebrate those things and all. Be with black people and African people who are also celebrating it. But there's a disconnect there. There's a way that I don't really relate to black Americans who celebrate Juneteenth and really honor it. I will still celebrate it and acknowledge it and, you know, be amongst that environment and that energy. Because my family came straight from the country, fortunately. But there's a part of me that still wonders if maybe in the past somewhere I do have slaves in my family. Or maybe some part of my family did come to America through slavery. And who knows? I don't know. I just That's just a wonder if that's possible. I don't know if it is. So while June is a celebratory month, the futures of DACA recipients and dreamers began to live in limbo. DACA, D-A-C-A, I call it DACA. I haven't, I never heard it said out loud before, so that's how I say it in my head. And speaking to you, that's how I'm going to say it. But DACA um, is an acronym for Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals, meaning children immigrants. So During Obama's presidency, he established this program in 2012 that protected child immigrants from deportation. It allowed them to go to school, get their working permits so they could work, and really contribute to America. And the way June is also Immigrant Heritage Month, we can celebrate these DACA recipients, these dreamers, for their contribution. Contributions to the country. This is, it's kind of a full circle. So that was established in 2012 on June 15th, and it protected child immigrants from deportation. Why is DACA a hot topic right now? There are seven Republican states that are suing to end the DACA program. 
DACA was was temporary program, but there was so much good that came out of it, so I don't know why they're fighting to end it. They find it unlawful and that it's causing a financial burden, and that's completely untrue based on the statistics. I can never say that word. Statistics. Financial burden, America is so dominated by money and it's money hungry and everything goes back to money. And it's always the people in charge, people who don't look like us, people of color, who want to have control over us. And that really makes me question the root of the seven Republican states that want to end DACA. Like, what is the real problem you're having here? Because when I read the statistics, it's not a financial burden. So, um, June 15th celebrated the 11th year anniversary of the DACA program. There are approximately... 580,000 individuals who are DACA recipients. That is a lot of people benefiting from DACA and this program. A lot of people thriving off of this program. A lot of people who have really began their lives in America and becoming Americanized and assimilating to this culture and having this be their home and all they really know. So that's a lot of people. And suing to end DACA, I don't know what that looks like. I don't know what that means, per se. Does that mean these individuals get deported? Like, what? So, I'm not in that circle. But I know people who are, and I don't know what that means for them, and they don't know what it means for them, and what can we do about it is the question, right? So, according to Boundless.com, an article called A Snapshot of DACA Recipients 11 Years Later, I'm going to quote the article. The first cohort of DACA recipients has made significant contributions to the U.S. economy. They have experienced a seven-fold increase in median income since 2012 and have contributed $108 billion to the economy, along with $33 billion in combined taxes. What financial burden, you know? This is great. They've contributed billions and billions and billions to the country's economy. Another quote from this article. Many have achieved educational milestones with 99% graduating from high school and 48% attaining some college education. The majority of DACA recipients participate in the labor force, contributing an estimated $13.3 billion annually, and work in industries facing labor shortages, such as healthcare, business services, and education. Additionally, a significant portion of DACA recipients are married and have children. So like I said, they've created their life in America. They are working these jobs that have shortages. Nurses, teachers are like top two that I know that are always low on staff, need people. These are your first responders. They're in these jobs and they're contributing so much to this country. And they've created a life for themselves where they're now married and have children and are just really thriving according to these statistics. And to take that away from someone is pure evil. And the why is my big question. Like, why... But why? Because looking at America, unless I'm missing something, we started on, you know, we needed outsiders, we needed foreigners, we needed people to come to this country to make something out of it. 
we still promote America as this shiny, golden ticket country, the land of opportunity. You've created opportunities for these individuals through DACA, through this program, just to take it away or to end the program. Like, what does that mean for these people? What does that mean for the future of immigrants in America? My hope is that foreigners look at America and look at other countries that they want to immigrate to and pick other countries because America just isn't it. Like, they just don't want us, people of color. I'm not an immigrant, but speaking as a person of color, this land is not for us. This land is your land. This land is my land. No, it's not. <laughs> All these songs that you grew up listening to and singing along to with your class full of white kids, at least in my experience, it's like, this is not the land of the free. Maybe for the home of the brave, sure. But this land is not my land, you know? We're not welcomed here. It's not a welcoming country for everyone. Because of certain people in certain areas, and it's generational, and it's in their blood, and the racism is just flowing deeply into this country, built on racism, and it just is never-ending. So... Whatever action steps I can take, I will do, and I will share those on the Americanized Instagram, so be sure to follow to stay up to date. I'm sure you're seeing it in your feeds and on the news. Any petitions or advocacy action that comes up will be shared in support of this program and the people that benefit from it and the people that, you know, can call themselves Americans, citizen or not, they're living an American life in America. As you may know, when I have a guest on the show, I'd like to end by asking them this question. What is your message for the listeners? If you were to say one thing, what is it that you want to say? So here's my message to you, listener. Living in multi-status households, being Americanized, whether you're a citizen or not, there is a kin and a community of us who get it. Whatever it is, we just get it. If you know what I mean, you know what I mean. If you don't, thanks for listening anyway. There's a it that we all, we are living and that we know about. And you will get it when you talk to another person of the kin. And that's what I've been experiencing so many times when I interview other folks of the kin or just have these conversations. And I, I love that moment where it's like, I see you, I get you, I understand you, we are vibing, we are getting it. It's amazing. This community of us is a growing and a loving community. And in the status of being a first or second generation American, we do often feel alone. We may have grown up feeling very much alone and misunderstood. And it's not until you find the kin or your community where you can really feel understood and seen and heard and loved. When you find them, this is a community who understands you and most likely has lived or is currently living a really similar experience as yours. And there's so much comfort and warmth in that. And I, I just love, you know, you, the story is you always grew up hating this community and this status and you wish you were them, but you grew up to loving you 
and you want to find other people who are like you and I feel like I should create some type of social community on the internet, on the interwebs with all the first and second gen, all the people in the kin where you can just like do something. That might be in the works, not, not anytime soon, but something to think about. Be in the know, follow Americanize on Instagram. Thank you so much for listening. Catch you in the next episode. All original music produced by Stubborn Soul. Be sure to find him on all music listening platforms at S-T-E-R-N-S-A-L.